We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, we're going to talk about uh, getting back on track as Salty was being very mean to us in the chat and told us to get back on the rails. Here yeah. it comes, Salty. We're back on the rails here. Talking about Rod Herrod, who is a defensive back, graduate transfer out of Northwestern. No, he was an honorable mention, all Big Ten this past year, over 70 tackles for Northwestern this past year as well. He has announced, we knew that he took a visit to Notre Dame this past weekend, but he has publicly announced now, that he is officially committed to the University of Notre Dame to finish out his playing career. And we're going to dive into this one because it's a it's an interesting fit, Brian. Super. I mean, I've started watching a little bit of him this morning and and just kind of, you know, getting my bearings yeah. on who he is as a football player. First and foremost, I think a keynote for people to get out there because they're going to see Nickel kind of put on his name a little bit because he played a lot of Nickel at Northwestern. But Notre Almost, Dame is yeah. recruiting him to play safety right. for them. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Ryan, to your point, that is a great point to make. If you look at the pro football focus numbers for Rod Hurd, he was basically Thomas Harper from a where he lined up standpoint the last couple of years at, at Northwestern. A little background on him. He's from Michigan. He's a Northern kid. Uh, this past year had 85 tackles, four tackles for loss, broke up four passes, picked off a pass, uh, forced a pair of, pair of fumbles. He was an honorable mention all Big Ten player this year. In 2022, he had 67 tackles, four tackles for loss, a sack and interception, two breakups, and a forced fumble. Uh, finished his career at Northwestern. This will be his sixth year at Notre Dame, so he played five years at Northwestern. He finished his career with 194 tackles, 11 tackles for loss, two interceptions, eight pass breakups, and five forced fumbles. He's a 5'11", 190. And, Ryan, when you pop in the film, the first thing you notice is this guy's not built like Notre Dame's Nichols at all. He's yeah. a pretty thick yeah. kid. He is, He's yeah. built more like a safety, like an alley safety. Mm-hmm. And the way Northwestern used him was way different than how Notre Dame uses their Nichols. A lot of zone, a lot of taking on, you know, he, he wasn't great in coverage, but they didn't ask him to play a lot of man coverage. His game is much more like a nickel. I mean, like a safety than it was a, a, a Notre Dame nickel, right? Yeah. As far as a comparison. So my fear was you're taking a guy that played nickel and you're putting him at safety. And I'm kind of having Antonio Carter flashbacks, right? Where you took a guy that was a pretty good corner and he just couldn't make that transition to safety. The way that I, and you tell me if you disagree with this, Ryan, because you also watch a lot of film. Because we we found out a couple of days ago that this was going to happen. And so yeah. we got our stories ready and started watching some film and things along those lines. Uh, I felt like the way they used him after watching the film, I was a little less concerned about the transition for him than I, than I was thinking about nickel to safety. Because I started thinking about how Notre Dame uses their nickel, how most teams use their nickel. That's a big change. Yeah. to go from there to back end safety but the way so, they use some discipline and stuff like yeah. that right right yeah, yeah i mean because like you said he's not a man-to-man nickel for mm-hmm. the most part so he's a guy that is more eyes forward read and react understand where you know your zone discipline and what routes are being run underneath of you and route combinations and that type of thing so yeah no i think i think he'll fit in what the one great note that i had about rod hurd because he is a very smart football player Mm -hmm. uh, on film in my opinion and that's kind of been the thing around him i talked to someone that was is actually at a different different university and he's in the recruiting department and they actually look like at rod hurd a little bit as well and he had told me that the energy that kid plays with is just mm. phenomenal. Like he plays very, very hard, but yet he does it in a very disciplined manner, right? Like he doesn't put himself in some situations where it's just like, you're out of position, brother. Like you came up and you, and you fell for the baits and now someone's hitting you over top. He is a player that has been very disciplined and a yeah. smart football player. Yeah. So I, it's, it, I think it's good productive on the back end. I mean, yeah. he had over 150 tackles the last two years in the big 10, right? He, like he's a feisty tackle, yeah. man. Like he'll, he'll put his body out there. And that's that. the thing. I mean, look, is he an elite player? No, he's not at all. Is he a is he a great athlete? I don't think he's a great athlete. Is he a better athlete than the guy that they had starting at safety last year? Yeah, I think so. Yes, yes, he is. A you know, and that's the reality of it. And and so, um, 
when I look at him, Ryan, too, I, he's a real physical kid. And, and we talk about yeah. being good tacklers. He's a pretty good sound tackler, too, in space. Because I assume that that's why they used him at nickel at Northwestern was because the, the common mis- uh, misnomer about the nickel position is that you don't need to tackle. Just put small guys in there. It's like, right. nope, that's not, not how that works. Played. Yeah, no. 85 tackles this past year, Ryan. Yep. That kid had you, 85 mm-hmm. tackles. You need to be able to be a sound tackler. You need to be able to be a force player. You need to be able to run the alley at times. You need to be able to be a good open field tackler as a nickel, okay. usually. And Hurd has those traits in him. He does. Yeah. And he he comes in pretty controlled overall. Like, there was a couple yeah. times where I thought that he came a little bit out of control as a tackler. But overall, pretty consistent technique, and he's physical. So, for me, it's like I look at this Rod Hurd pickup, and I'm just like, hey, guys. I think we need to understand why he's being brought in. He's being brought in to compete and to add quality depth to a room that lacks experience mm-hmm. right now outside of Xavier Watts. They lack experience. He's going to bring experience. Right. And Brian, like, I think the, the, but I think the baseline here is that at worst, it's probably going to be a really good special teamer and really quality right. depth piece. Like that's yeah. the worst case scenario. It's, yeah. And he's your number three safety. That's worst case scenario. He's your number. Cause, yeah. cause like, look, I don't, I don't, I think this kid gets, comes in and it's like, look, if Don Schuler can beat him out. Great. If, if Ben Minnick can beat him out. Great. But at this way, if those guys aren't quite ready to be starters, you, I'll say it's like this, right? If he can make the transition to safety smoothly, you have upgraded this position next year. I it just he's a better athlete, he's better in space than what they had. Yep. Now, is he quite he's not quite as long as DJ, about probably about an inch, inch and a half shorter yeah. than DJ was, a little bit lesser arm, but he's actually a pretty decent arm length, I thought, on film for a, a guy like that. But what he's you have is you've upgraded your tackling ability at that say sa- second safety position, in my opinion. A little and, better and, in space than what DJ yes. was. And they didn't ask like, DJ yeah, and Ramon close. to play man coverage hardly at all last year. Huh. And you talk about, you know, guy that's smart. How's that going to translate to safety? We'll see. But he's a physical kid. And as you said, I mean, he was basically their alley run defender. That that's what yes. he was their perimeter support guy. He was their 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 outside edge setter, essentially. Yep. They used him. You know what a better comparison is? They used him more like how Notre Dame used Jeremiah Wusukor Moa than how Notre Dame used Thomas Harper and Tariq Bracey. Right. There's more similarities there than how Notre Dame's used their nickels. And the production shows that. I mean, look, Notre Dame's corners, nickels this year, you look at Thomas Harper and Clarence Lewis, they combined for 48 tackles in 13 games. This kid had 55, 54 solo tackles and 85 total tackles. So 48 total tackles. Between those two kids, Clarence Lewis and and uh, Thomas Harper, they had thirty three solo tackles. This kid had fifty four solo tackles, which was second on their team, one behind their starting middle linebacker or will linebacker. And hold on a second, uh, the Mueller kid, he was their will, right? Then Gallagher was their Mike. I'm correct yes. on that, right? Yeah, yeah. So was, um, had, yeah, Mueller was a little bit rangier than right. what Gallagher was. So Hurd had one fewer uh, solo tackle than their Will linebacker, and he had eight more solo tackles than their Mike linebacker, right? And for a pretty good defense in the Big Ten. And, yeah, their right? linebackers were pretty good, man. I think Xander Mueller is actually a future draft pick. Like, he's a pretty good player as well. So, yeah, the production was certainly there. There's no doubt about right. that. And, and, and so the way that they use him is going to transition much better to Notre Dame. So, like you said, Ryan, how does this fit? Okay, let's talk about how this fits. 
what you have coming back next year at Notre Dame, you obviously have your All-American safety and Xavier Watts. He's been your field safety, but honestly, Xavier can play both. I would not mess with him. And so the the way that you look at how they fit, this is a kid that's going to come in and, and, and compete for that opposite safety position, that boundary safety position that DJ Brown played, that Ramon Henderson played a lot this year. That position has to do a lot of different things. You have to play the post at times. You have to come down and play the alley at times. You're going to line up in the second level at times. I mean, there's there's a lot of snaps. You go watch the the uh, Sun Bowl where DJ Brown was on the second level at the snap. I mean, not not like coming down at the snap. I mean, he lined up second level when Notre Dame was playing single high. He'll be able to make that part of the transition very easily. The question now is going to be how does he handle playing off the hash? How does he handle – you know, zone coverage and man coverage from further back, you know, where guys are getting more of a running start. You know, how can he play the center field at all, which you're going to need to be able to do at times. Those are all questions that he's going to have to answer this spring. But here's what it is. If a Don Schuler's not ready to take over that starting job and he needs to be more of a, the number three rotation guy, then Rod Hurd is going to give you that bridge year for Don. If a Don is ready to play, then you won't see a lot of difference between the snaps of these three, these these two guys. And you have a guy, in my opinion, in Rod Hurd, whose game should suit pretty well to also being able to take away some of the snaps away from Xavier Watts, where you can either use Xavier Watts to play center field and you can flip him, or he's a guy that can maybe you can take five to ten snaps off of Xavier Watts's uh, shoulders in some of the non-big games. Like, and so when I talk about take some snaps off Xavier. It's not against Texas A&M or Florida State or Louisville. It's, you know, maybe this kid can play more against Purdue and Northern Illinois and, and Miami of Ohio and those type of things. So I think his game really translates well in certain areas. As to that. One thing I was talking about, Ryan, when you were gone is, if you watch D.J. Brown and Ramon Henderson, there's a lot of snaps this year where they're on the second level. They are yeah, starting the snap on the second level in a single high defense. He'll make that transition well. We just have to learn if he can play off the hash essentially, and yes. then play the post and things like that. That's what we have to learn. But the skill set, better athlete, rangier than the kid that you had started at that position last year, and way more instinctive than the kid who's yeah. a better athlete than him and Ramon Henderson. This kid's way more instinctive and smarter as a football player than Ramon was. And that's, that's why you let Ramon walk and you're, you go find a kid like this. Because this is a better football player than what Ramon was. So in my <laughs> opinion, I think Notre Dame has a chance – to upgrade this position to, for if he can, if this is a big, if, if Rod Hurd can make the transition to the third level, then I think this, this secondary is going to be upgraded at safety. Yep. This episode is supported by FX's clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owners, racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
think one of the young safeties is definitely going to have to step up, and I think they will step up, whether that is a Don, whether that is Ben, and hopefully both. I mean, we'll see what happens, obviously. But I, re- I th- this is my take on Rod Hurd and obviously Jordan Clark as well. He, obviously, Jordan Clark's playing the nickel compared to Rod Hurd playing the true safety spot. They definitely got feistier on the on the inside, yes. did they not? Because I think that Thomas Harper was a, a good football player for Notre Dame this year, but I wouldn't call him feisty. I would just call him good, right? Like he was yeah. good and he was in his right spot and he was a you know a good player in the air and like that type of stuff. But tackling wise, from just a demeanor perspective, Jordan Clark gets after it, man. <laughs> Rod Hurd gets after it. There's no doubt about that. Now, will they have the upside and coverage at those couple spots? We'll see. That's we'll see what obviously it goes. But yeah. I mean, ultimately. If this is about, because this is speaking now more to Rod Hurd without Jordan Clark for a second. But again, Rod Hurd brings a floor to the table. Now, we can question the ceiling as far as like coverage diversity and versatility and being able to play man at some times. Like that's obviously not going to be there more, more than likely, but he brings things that you currently lack in that room. You lack experience, you lack proven production outside of Xavier Watts. And that leadership, I think, could potentially be a big thing as well because that kid's been there, right? Like, he has right. been there, and he was on a couple good Northwestern teams early on in his career. Now, the last couple of years, not as good. But, like, early on, Northwestern had some success there. So, overall, I mean, adding a veteran player that has experience to a room, as long as it's about, hey, you're coming in, but you have to compete to be the starter. You have to compete. Adon Schuler's going to be there. Ben Minnick's going to be there. Other guys, as long as they have the opportunity, and Rod Hurd just brings that really nice baseline as a veteran, as an experienced player, I just don't see a ton of downside to it. I just don't see a ton of downside. What's the worst-case scenario for the safety room with Rod Hurd in it? I think that at least you have an experienced body in that room, which is never a bad thing in my opinion. I think when you look at the numbers too, Ryan, let's let's compare numbers. So this year, um, this year Thomas Harper and Clarence Lewis, who are your two nickels, were targeted 67 times and gave up 40 completions. It's about 59 to 60% completion rate. You look at Rod Hurd this year, and you, these are pro football focus numbers. He gave up 44 receptions on 59 targets. That's a 74.6 completion rate. If you look at the numbers that Notre Dame kids gave up, 236 by Thomas Harper, and then Clarence Lewis gave up 134. That's 370 yards. Uh, yep. This kid gave up 390. So the numbers are very similar, but here's the difference. When you watch him play, when he's given up completions, a lot of times it's just guys catching the ball in front of him. Right. It's not necessary. He didn't play a ton of man. Now, when you look at when you look at that and you compare it then instead to DJ Brown, DJ Brown this year was only targeted 26 times, gave up 10 completions this season. Because he was always in the right spot. DJ was just always in the right spot. And he didn't and always they, finish plays, but right. he was in the right and spot. And they didn't yeah. put him in a lot of positions to be in man coverage like they did yeah. the year before. Yeah, And you'll see similar to Rod Hurd, but I think Rod Hurd has a little better coverage ability or coverage potential than DJ had, Agreed. in my opinion. he. Yeah. I just feel like... Sometimes, Ryan, you can put a guy in a position where it's like, this is what we said about Clarence Lewis. Clarence Lewis is not a corner. He's not a nickel. He's just not good at those positions. But I do think he could be good in a different role more off the ball. That's just what I think. We've seen guys make these kind of moves before where they go from like nickel or corner to safety and they thrive, or they go from corner where they're okay, move to nickel, and they become standouts. Because it's about, is your game suited for this position? I don't know if Rod Hurd's going to be a good safety. All I'm saying is I do think the skill set we saw the last two years 
at Northwestern when he when he's had about I think 150 tackles the last two years, eight tackles for loss the last two years. Yep. It's much more suited for what Notre Dame asks DJ Brown to do than yep. what they asked Thomas Harper to do. And I, and even what he was even asked to do at Northwestern. In my sure. Opinion. Well, and I, I also think that the staff did a little bit of a different outlook on bringing in safety depth this year as well, because last year they went for a little bit of a gamble with Antonio Carter, because obviously he was a Rhode Island kid. He's an FCS kid. He played CAA ball. And that, that jump from CAA football – because CAA is a really good conference on the FCS level, but FCS all the way up to Notre Dame, it's a big jump, man. Yeah. You're taking a kid this time that although his athletic upside might not be as high as what Antonio Carter's was in theory, you're taking a kid that just played Big Ten football for five years. Like, he's seen that, right? Like, he's played Ohio State. He's played Michigan. He has seen some good athletes, obviously. He's been in that. And so that jump up from Northwestern to Notre Dame as a solid player, it's not going to be as big a jump. Right. I mean, so I think it's a more proven commodity. It's less volatile of a pickup as well. Antonio Carter was one that was a complete gamble. And I didn't hate the staff for taking that gamble because right. I watched the Rhode Island film and I was like, okay, I can see yeah, it. I can see the transition. Yeah. yeah. But Rod Hurd, while he might not excite you from the upside perspective of, you know, maybe he'll be a really good, you know, a, pl- a really high level starter because he has uh, some athletic traits. I look at him and say, there's just not as much downside, though. Like, I don't see him busting out. I don't see him being a guy that transfers. Well, he can't transfer again, right? Because this is last year of eligibility. But you understand what I'm saying as far right. as, like, get this kid the heck out of here. Like, let's not do this again right. type of situation. So, yeah, I think he brings just a good baseline to it. And it's not a huge jump in competition as well. And here's the deal, folks. If a Don Schuler proves himself ready to be a starter, he'll start. And this kid will rotate in. Those two guys, look, the way the Notre Dame plays, there's not a your two starters and then your next guys aren't playing. That's just not how Notre Dame does it. I mean, yeah. look, they had Xavier Watts and um, and DJ Brown both in the bowl game. Like, they yeah. both were there. They both played the full game and all that kind of stuff. Well, guess what we saw a lot of in that game, Ryan? We saw a lot of a Don Schuler in that game. I mean, you know, so, so we saw him play 21 snaps. Those were not garbage snaps because when they went to the, 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 the backups later in the game, they had Ben Minnick and a walk-on in the game, not a Don. So Don played a lot of snaps in that game. The starters played 28, he played 21. And yep. and so he's going to play. It's just, is he ready to be that guy? And then Rod Hurd's your next guy in that can play both? Because I think Rod could also do some things that they asked Xavier to do, just not quite as well. Xavier does it, obviously. Or is he the starter, and then, Z- then a Don's got to be sort of that next guy off the bench. That's what we're going to find out. But they're both going to yep. play. Yep. And and I think, like I said, th- this is a high floor move. We'll see how high yes. the ceiling is. But when you compare it to where they were last year, I think there's a chance if he can pick up the safety position that they're actually – I think there's a chance with a Don emerging and Rod Hurd coming in, there's a chance that you could even be better at safety as a unit in 2024 than you were in 2023. Oh, yeah. Simple yeah, because, I mean, all due respect to DJ, who was a – Sound football player for Notre Dame this year. Didn't make a ton of mistakes. He was mostly very solid from a week-to-week basis. You knew that there were limitations. And then there are obvious limitations with Ramon Henderson. Again, all due respect, but he just couldn't finish plays for X, Y, and Z reasons. So, yeah, I think that the consistency will improve with Rod Hurd most most likely. And then if you're able to get in a Don Schuller or Ben Minnick, that ups your ceiling to the room because they just have a lot more athleticism than what – DJ had, for instance. So, yeah, 
I think it's and, a very solid move. It's fine. And I'll bet you that the thing that put the staff over the top for taking this kid is the Utah game. He had 12 yep. tackles in that game. <laughs> he was around the ball the whole game. Yep. And that's what they're going to ask him to do. They're not going to ask him to play nickel and cover like they asked Thomas Harper. And you actually felt that you you're you liked Jordan Clark's film at Arizona State better than Thomas Harper's, correct? I did. Did you yes. say yes? So, I did, yep. Um, and he certainly was able to stay healthier than Thomas Harper was able to stay healthy. So yeah. there's a chance, Ryan, that you've upgraded your secondary, which was arguably the best part of your football team this year when you look at production. It's now awesome. the question is, can a big-time talent like Christian Gray and Jaden Mickey replace Cam Harden? That's the question. But yeah. I would argue that everywhere else, you've got a chance to be even better this season than you were last year. Yeah, that, that, I mean, guys, that's what the portal supposed. There's a chance that R.J. Oban could be better than Javante Jean Baptiste was. It's a chance. It's a chance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and like you said, you certainly felt better about R.J. Oban coming in than Javante coming in. Yes. and as did I. Now, what the question is? But what did Javante become? That's the difference, no. right? Sure, so he'd be what Javante became. But coming in, that's an upgrade. Caleb yes. Smith, who they landed last year in the portal, I'm sorry, he was a nice player. He would have been a good. They would they could have used him this year, especially with all the injuries, like because he was a boundary guy. But he's not in the same league as Bo Collins and Chris Mitchell oh, as, no, as a wide nice. receiver. So yeah. like the port, and, and I, I think you and I both agree that Riley Leonard's a better talent than Sam Hartman. Sorry, Sam Hartman's more proven, but Riley yes. Leonard's a better talent than Sam Hartman. So like you've really upgraded your portal additions based on talent. A year after your portal t- players were pretty good. I mean, Thomas Harper was really good for Notre Dame this year. Javante Jean Baptiste was really good for Notre Dame this year, yeah. and so uh, they've really and and I think you brought in a better kicker as well in the portal. Yeah, in my opinion, and be- better than Legatron or whatever the heck yeah. they were calling Mister Schrader last year. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like he's not going to hit any fifty nine yard. He's not going to break Spencer Schrader's longest field goal record at Notre Dame <laughs> that he set this year. But I'll be shocked if he doesn't have a better percentage uh, of kicking than Spencer Schrader this year. Because, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I know it's nice to watch a guy, you know, kick a ball from 59 yards, and that's all cool and everything. But I do not want to see a guy miss seven to 22 field goals. I just, I don't care how how cool it looks and how hard he. I mean, that might that have been good from 70 if it wasn't eight yards to the right. You know what I mean? At, like at, at least it got better down the stretch. He's much more consistent down the stretch yeah. of the season, which was good. Yeah, because it was a well struggling early yeah. start. Struggling early start. Then he missed missed one in the in the bowl game. Then right, he did. He so, did. Uh, yeah. But there was one anyway. point where I think he was like four for seven or something like that. Or yeah, he was. Or yeah, like, <laughs> after the Ohio State game, he yeah. went zero of one against Navy, one of two against NC State, two of three against Central Michigan, and then zero of one against Ohio State. And then he went two of three against Duke. So he was actually five of 10 at one point. And then down the stretch after that, he went one, four, five, eight, nine. He went nine of 10 from Louisville to Stanford. Which is very good. So, yeah. Which is very good. Very yeah, good. So nice stretch And then, there. of course, nice he misses, misses the one against Oregon State. So, yeah, he, he definitely got better. But, you know, that, that one against Ohio State, that stung. That one stung, you know, talk about a 17-14 football game. You missed a yeah. field goal, right? So those things can matter. Um, anyway, 
So Ryan, portal wise, we'll have a we'll have a more thorough breakdown of the portal class once it's all finalized. I believe this is kind of the 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 end for now. There are some guys that they're working on. I don't think they're going to get those guys right now. I think they're probably going to reevaluate after spring ball. Yeah. But I didn't know they were going to get Jaden Harrison either. So you never know. Um, well, yeah, we, we, nowhere a little we, bit. <laughs> we, shall, we shall see. Um, you know, kind of if they're if they're on. But as far as I know, this is kind of it for now. Uh, they're going to kind of readdress things as we get into the spring is is my understanding on the the folks I've talked to. But so we'll probably have very soon, Ryan, sort of a, a full breakdown of the portal class will be one of our mm-hmm. topics here coming up. I may even I may do it tomorrow. We'll see what I I haven't decided yet what I'm going to talk about tomorrow, but we'll probably uh, wait till you and I to do that one together. Be a good breakdown of of what they added and what some of the needs are and those type of things. So uh, yep. that, that'll be it. But yeah, Rod Hurd. Come Notre Dame, uh, expected move, uh, good pickup. I, I think this is a good pickup. It's not, it's not a sexy pickup, Ryan. But Notre Dame's not really looking for sexy pickups in the portal. They're looking for guys that are going to buy into what we're trying, what they're trying to do here. And this is the kind of kid that does that. This isn't a kid that you're you're landing because he wanted the portal to get the best NIL deal, right? This is right. a different. I mean, I'm not saying he he isn't looking for that. Most kids are, but he, this isn't what he's going in for. You know, right. he, he wants to he wants to be developed an NFL player, but he also wants to go out there and win and compete for championships. And their name gives him that. So I uh, really like this portal class. Rod Hurd is a good, solid yes. part of that. I didn't love the pickup at first, Ryan, just be, before I really dove into the film, just because I'm like, he's a nickel transition to safety and all that. And he's not good in coverage. And but when you break down the film, it made me feel a lot better about about. Picking him up. I, I've had some kids that looked at the portal that I'm like, "Ooh, I like that." Can he put up good numbers? And then you pop in your film and you're like, Mm-mm, "Yeah, no thanks." Happens all the time. Uh, but this kid. That's why, actually, so why we don't box score scout around here, right. baby. No that's box right. score scouting. That's yeah. right. Film made right, me folks. feel better. Yeah. yeah. Well, folks, that's Rod Hurd, obviously committed to the University of Notre Dame, graduate transfer, safety out of Northwestern, played a lot of nickel over there as well. We're gonna get to the mailbag next. So again, folks, you know the deal. Hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast, hit that notification bell. Make sure you're going to boards.irishbreakdown.com. You would have had a little bit of insight into Rod Hurd probably ended up with Notre Dame several days ago there as well. You can also at any and all of your favorite podcast platforms, if you could just hit that like button for us and subscribe and make sure that you hit the five-star review on there as well. And you can leave a nice review if you want to word to mouth. It's always a great thing, right? So we're going to get into mailbag next, but thank you all so much for being here for this portion of the Irish Breakdown Podcast.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.